This is your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Come with us and share your experience, ideas, and suggestions for all the listeners to improve their English while talking about any topic of your preference, whenever it is in English. This podcast is coming to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. Hello, friends. Hello, English learners. Hello, listeners from all over the world. Do you feel stuck when trying to talk on the phone in English? Do you have trouble when traveling because you're not able to ask for directions in English or to request a glass of wine in the restaurant? Have you ever lost a job opportunity just because you did not speak in the interview? Do you think those people who manage to be fluent and have a good understanding of English are kind of special people or maybe humans? Here is the news. You're not alone. Here I am and here we are, dozens of apprentices. Learners, beginners, shy people, normal skilled people just like you. We are here to boost our learning by sharing our experience and helping others to become confident and fluent. Yes, come with us, share and improve. And welcome, my friends, and this is a new section in your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. And the name of this section is Questions, Answers and Tips for us to learn better English. Yes, questions, answers and tips. And as for today, we're going to answer a very important question that maybe you yourself have asked uh, once in a while. Why do you think it's important to learn the English language nowadays? Yes, what is the importance and or why is important to learn English today? Well, to answer that question, we're going on, a, on an article uh, on the Brit British Studies Centres uh, that tries to answer that question. Nowadays, more and more people are dedicating time to studying English as a second language. Many countries include English in their school syllabus and children are starting to learn English at a younger and younger age. But what is the true value of learning English? What is for, what is the worth, uh, if it has any? Whether you are looking for a new job or planning to travel the world, studying English can help you progress in life both personally and professionally. You can compete in the global job market, increase your career skills, and start to meet people around the world. However, do you know why learning English is so important? Here are 10 good reasons to take an English language learning 
as uh, as a as a matter of importance in your life and maybe your family as well. It's easy to see just how important English is around the world. Many international business conduct meetings in English, as in my case, I've been in, in, in meetings that are spoken in English. Universities teach courses in English and around the world, tourists and travelers use English as a common language. That's a complete truth. But how did English become so important? Well, it all goes back to the British Empire, which at its peak covered 25% of the Earth's surface. During colonial times, British rulers often ob obliged the people in those countries to speak English rather than their native language. Although the origins of English as a global language has a complicated past, the language has left an important mark on media, trade, and business. If you're still not sure about whether to learn the language, then check out these reasons that I, I'm going to read for you. One, English is a global language. English is the most commonly spoken language in the world. One out of five people can speak or at least understand English. And to go a little bit deeper, it's not the most spoken language, but it's the most commonly spoken language because the most spoken language is Chinese, then Spanish, and then in third place comes English, but only in third place as, a, a, as, as the quantity of the amount of people that speak it as, uh, as a native language, I mean. But when you add up, when you assume that the total quality, the total quantity of people that speak English all over the world is the most commonly spoken. Yes. Two, study in English can help you get a job. English is the language of science, aviation, computers, diplomacy, and tourism. Knowing English increases your chances of getting a good job in a multinational company within your home country or on finding uh, a work or, or a job abroad. Three, learning English can help you meet new people, of course. English is the official language of 53 countries and it is used as a lingua franca, a mutually known language, by people from all around the world. This means that whether you are working in Beijing or traveling in Brazil, study in English can help you have a conversation with people from all over the world. Four, many scientific papers and research are written in English. In the last century, the number of scientific papers written in English has started to outweigh the number of papers written in the native language of the researcher. In the Netherlands, for example, the ratio is a surprising 40 to 1. For this reason, having a knowledge of English is incredibly important to those working in the scientific field. Yes, my friends. 5. English is the language of the media industry. Because of the prominence of Hollywood in global media, an enormous amount of films, TV shows, and popular songs are written in English. If you speak English, you won't need to rely on translations and subtitles anymore to enjoy your favorite books, songs, films, and TV shows, of course. 
Six, English is the language of the internet. English is a particularly important language online with more than half the content of the internet written in English. As well as this, some of the world's largest tech companies are based in English-speaking countries. Yes, my friends. And remember, there are 53 countries in which uh, English is spoken as native language or official language. Seven, traveling is a lot easier with a good knowledge of English. Imagine you are a Spanish person on holiday in Thailand. While your hotel receptionist might not be able to answer your question in Spanish, it's likely they will be able to answer your question in English. And that's completely true. And I can remember when I went to Germany, I didn't speak any bit, any word of German, but I did manage, I, uh, I get, uh, I got it over, I got through with my basic knowledge of English because although not all of the people in Germany speak English, uh, some of them do speak English and some of them are, uh, are uh, pleased to help you with some direction or some restaurant, some hotel or, or the metro station or something else. Eight, English is one of the most important languages for business. Not the most important nowadays, but one of the most important because uh, you, are, you are aware of the, uh, of the growth, of the um, frenetic growth of the China's economy in the, in the last two decades. Whether you are a business owner, student, or employee, English is an incredibly important in the business world. English is considered to be one of the most important business languages due to being the de facto language of the United States and the official language of the UK, Canada, India, and South Africa, but also Australia and New Zealand, as you might, uh, as you might know. Nine, with English, you can study all over the world. Yes, since English is spoken in so many different countries, there are thousands of schools and universities around the world that offer programs in English. If you speak good academic English, there are lots of opportunities for you to find an appropriate school and course to suit your needs. Find out about going to university in an English-speaking country and uh, but also in some other countries such as in the Netherlands and Finland and Sweden there are universities that uh, they teach their their subjects uh, that uh, or complete majors complete uh, studies in English. 10. English gives you access to multiple cultures. Yes of course Good knowledge of English will allow you to access films, music, and literature from hundreds of countries around the globe, not to mention the fact that numerous books from across the world are translated into English. Few experiences will make you grow as a person more than learning the values, habits, and way of life in a culture that is different from yours. And yes, My friends, these are 10 very heavy reasons for you to, or 10 heavy reasons of why you should 
learn or improve your English. So this has been the section questions, answers and tips for us to learn or to improve our English. Remember, this is a new section that we're going to introduce. We are introducing it right now. Questions, answers, and tips in your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Leave us a mail, leave us a message, and tell us what questions you want us to answer and share your opinions, ideas, and points of view whenever it is in English. Thank you, my friends. And welcome, my friends, again to your section, the word of the day. For today, this is a word according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, but remember that we can also choose or pick a different word from an article that is uh, going or, or is being read on the media. Maybe with, with, uh, with another section that we're going to introduce in the coming days that is going to be called what is happening in the news? What is going on in the news? Maybe with that section, we can combine the section, the word of the day. And as for today, uh, January the 4th, 2021, the word of the day is dissociate. Yes, dissociate. The spelling for this word is D-I-S-S-O-C-I-A-T-E, dissociate. Uh, the definitions are as follows, to separate from association or union with another, disunite specifically to subject uh, to a chemical dissociation such as in uh, the ACES theory maybe or the uh, caustic solutions theory, to undergo dissociation and to mutate especially reversibly. Dissociate and its synonym disassociate can both mean to separate from association or union with another. Associate is from Latin ad meaning to and sociare meaning to join. This in this case means do the opposite of. So both dissociate and disassociate indicate severing that which is united. Some commentators, however, argue that disassociate is illogical because it indicates separating and uniting things simultaneously. Dissociate is likely older, appearing in the late 16th century, whereas early evidence of disassociate is found in the beginning decade of the next century. Dissociate is recommended by a number of commentators or critics on the basis that is shorter, which is by a one total of two letters, not the firmest ground for an endorsement. Both words and are in current good use, but disassociate is used more often in the United States. You got it. 
disassociate is more often used in the United States, but the two forms of the word are in use currently. We got here an example. Although both politicians are members of the same party, the senator is trying to dissociate his, herself from the unpopular governor. This has been, my friends, the section for you, the word of the day. Remember, whenever it's possible, try to link the new word that you're trying to learn with its historical background or context for you to make it easier to understand, to learn, and to remember. Thank you very much. And welcome to your section, the quote of the day. And for today, January the 4th, 2021, the quote of the day is as follows. Life is not about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. Vivian Green, she's the author of the quote for today. And to say a little bit more about this author, let's say that Vivian Green is a visionary artist, author and entrepreneur who spreads her messages of greater love and awareness to everyone on the planet. Her intrinsic values are recognized by business moguls who seek her advice and major corporations who are encouraged to balance the highest goods with the bottom line. Vivian also enables artists, authors, photographers, speakers, and visionaries to serve others and prosper by turning their works into inspiring products. Yes, my friends, and she is the author of the quote of the day that I'm going to read again. Life is not about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning how to dance in the rain. This has been your section, the quote of the day in your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Thank you, my friends. Thank you very much. Hello, and when we review the history, we found that as for today, January the 4th, yeah, in January the, the 4th, 1965, LBJ envisions a great society in his State of the Union address. Yes, my friends, on January the 4th, 1965, in his State of the Union address, President Lyndon Baines Johnson lays out for Congress a laundry list of legislation needed to achieve his plan for a great society. On the heels of John F. Kennedy's tragic death, Americans had elected Johnson, his vice president, to the presidency by the largest popular vote in the nation's history. Johnson used this mandate to push for improvement he believed would better Americans' quality of life. 
Following Johnson's lead, Congress enacted sweeping legislation in the areas of civil rights, health care, education, and the environment. The 1965 State of the Union Address heralded the creation of Medicare, Medicaid, Head Start, the Voting Rights Act, the Civil Rights Act, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, and the White House Conference on Natural Beauty. Johnson also signed National Foundation of the Arts in Humanities Act, out of which emerged the National Endowment for the Arts and the National Endowment for the Humanities. Through the Economic Opportunity Act, Johnson fought a war on poverty by implementing improvements in early childhood education and fair, and fair employment policies. He also uh, was a strong advocate for conservation, proposing the creation of green legacy through preserving natural areas, open space, and shorelines, and building more urban parks. In addition, Johnson stepped up research and legislation regarding air and water pollution control measures. Under Kennedy, the then Vice President Johnson led the government's quest to develop American excellence in the sciences. As president, the ongoing technology race with the Soviet Union spurred Johnson to continue the vigorous national program of space exploration begun by Kennedy. During Johnson's presidency, the National Air and Space Administration NASA, achieved the extraordinary and unprecedented accomplishment of orbiting a man around the moon. Though many of Johnson's programs remain in place today, his legacy of a great society has been largely overshadowed by his decision to involve greater numbers of American soldiers in that controversial Vietnam War. Yes, my friends, so this is a day for, uh, for us to be remembered as uh, the day in which LBJ envisions a great society in his State of the Union address. Please uh, be, uh, be paying attention to the new section that we are going to start in your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Remember that you can talk about any topic of your preference whenever it is in English. This podcast came to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Telles Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much.